Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. This week's Jordan Jesse Go was recorded live at the San Francisco Sketch Comedy Festival, SF Sketch Fest. Enjoy. I, uh, I thought we were going with a humble entrance. And then you started fucking grandstanding. But anybody and who's listening at home, my shit up. Jordan, when is the last time I went with humble entrance? I th- we talked these about mixing people. it up. <laughs> Some of these are our people. <laughs> How, do you guys think this is the Mr. Show reunion? <laughs> You're in the wrong theater. But at the right festival every year for the last 12 years. <laughs> Um, man, it's great to be here. I'm a, I'm a San Franciscan. I've been spending my entire like last couple days and my n- next couple of days doing family-related stuff. Have you done any cool stuff, Jordan? Uh, well, I uh, flew here, uh, flew to the Oakland airport oh, yeah. from the... That's what you want to do, Oakland airport, right, guys? <laughs> Oakland airport from the Burbank airport. <laughs> Let me hear ya. Yeah. Uh, Let's hear it for Bob Hope, folks. <laughs> Um, and, uh, I, I got an, I got an airport meal before I boarded the plane and, uh, the Bob Hope airport, uh, is lovely, but you know, not a lot of food options. It's a modest airport. Yeah. And I think that's part of its charm. Right. Sure. Anyways, the next, the rest of the show is going to be about this particular airport. (laughs) Um, and there's, there's, but they have kind of a, kind of a, a cafeteria style place where there's some steam trays of hot foods Imagine, if you've never been to the Burbank Airport, just imagine the airport from the television show Wings. (laughs) That is exactly what the Burbank Airport is like. (laughs) Um, And I was in line just, you know, hoping to get some chicken out of a steam tray. Can can I also say, after I, Frankenstein, Aaron Eckhart works at the Bob Hope Airport. (laughs) Wow, random Eckhart slam. Where did that come from? Is he on Wings? He wasn't on Wings? No. Who was on Wings? Steve, <laughs> Steven Weber? I probably was thinking Tony of Steven Shalhoub? Weber. Tony <laughs> Shalhoub? I thought you were just being randomly mean to Aaron Eckhart. No. I thought Aaron Eckhart was on Wings. I must have been thinking of Steven Weber. Yeah. Who are the two? There's two white guys on Wings, right? <laughs> Do you, like I like the idea main. that all white guys are Aaron Eckhart. <laughs> well, basically... <laughs> you know, but, you know, I think we should run with this. I think through the show, let's just slam some random celebrities. Maybe Pick. we should just slam Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, right? And his pretty consistent body of work, right? <laughs> Usually good in things, some career missteps. Yeah, a consistent B minus. <laughs> what? Uh, so I'm in line, I'm in line in this, and the woman ahead of me is just taking forever, and she is, like, chatting up the guy who ladles out the hot food, mm-hmm. and I kind of listened over to their conversation, and she, uh, she, I heard her say, which of your pizzas is the most popular? <laughs> like, she did not want to be seen with anything <laughs> less than the most popular pizza. At the Burbank Airport. Give me the good stuff. Yeah. It, was her perspective Is there something off-menu I can order? <laughs> <laughs> can I get it animal style? Is that the question? <laughs> yeah, I get, yeah. I've actually, I've been thinking, since I've been up here, I always, whenever I'm up here, I always 
find myself wondering whether I made the right choice moving to Los Angeles, um, you know, going into the entertainment industry. And, and as the tech economy has exploded up here, I find myself really wishing maybe that I had gotten in on that on the ground floor. Yeah, I mean, it's, some people call it the new Hollywood. Yeah, I... Sure. <laughs> well, certainly Aaron Eckhart does. <laughs> what? Since he got kicked out of the old Hollywood, am I right, guys? <laughs> I really thought Aaron Eckhart was the white guy from Lane's. <laughs> For ten years I've been thinking that. Okay. Um... It's weird because I have such vivid memories of wings, like that it's exactly the same as the Burbank Airport. Um, so I, I have been, I had been already been feeling bad about making this choice to go into like public radio where there's no money. Yeah, and sure. I mean, the the the, the tech industry has exploded. It's glamorous. And also, I've heard that it's such a great industry to work in because specifically of the perks. Yeah, and I know, like probably a lot of people have heard about the, that. Uh, there's going to be, I guess, a Google ferry, right, that goes from the East Bay to Google or something like that. There's, there's she actually, no, I, you, I think you're mishearing that the Google ferry actually takes your uh, teeth <laughs> uh -huh. and replaces them with search engines. Gotcha. <laughs> you put your teeth under your pillow, and when you wake up, there's a search engine. So, yesterday I was actually reading. <laughs> Yesterday, I had a second tier of enjoyment at my own joke. <laughs> you know what, Jordan? <laughs> you did all right. The first tier of enjoyment was when you were imagining a generic search engine. In the second tier, you were imagining Alta Vista. <laughs> um, I That's why I have a boner right now, because I've been imagining <laughs> Alta Vista. <laughs> Man, I thought about DuckDuckGo before we came on, and I have been hard as a rock ever since. <laughs> A smattering of applause for DuckDuckGo. <laughs> About as much as when Jesse said, these are our people. <laughs> we'll take it, though. So um, I was reading a great magazine. I don't know if you've heard of it. U.S. World and U.S. News and World Report yesterday. No, it. I love it. Yeah. There was... <laughs> There was a great article about some You didn't of ask me if I knew it. You asked me if I had heard of it. Some of the best uh, tech company job perks. There's not just the Google thing. There's also there's companies where you can go on vacation whenever you want for as long as you want. That's a real thing. Um, there's, you know, uh, at Google, you get breakfast, lunch, and dinner for free with, from a private chef. Um, at Pixar, I've been to Pixar. They have, they all work in uh, like little Home Depot sheds that are shaped like houses. Um, there's all kinds of these great perks yeah, no, I think, and you know, I, I mean, if you want to go over this article, I think it's really informative. And, yeah. You know, we're kind of like trying to leave, leave the comedy thing behind and just be a more informative <laughs> podcast. Yeah, there's a great show on KLW here called Work with Marty Nemco, and I, I see that as being my sort of long-term career. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in, infotainment, I yeah. think, is what people want. Um, I, this is, oh man, this is a really great one from Dropbox. Uh, on, it's called Ultimate Breakfast. Some of these have names, some of them don't. <laughs> I don't know why. It's an oddly formatted article. <laughs> You'll notice also, it seems like it, it's on 8.5 by 11 paper. Um, that's how they print U.S. News and World Report now. And you just tear it right out. It comes out real clean. Um, I'm just going to quote directly from the article, if you don't mind. I wouldn't mind. On-site hog slaughtering in an authentic Kentucky-style smokehouse mean Dropbox has the best bacon in the tech biz. Want eggs? 
14 want eggs? 14 cordon bleu trained egg wizards will whip something up for you, and there's always plenty to go around thanks to the dozens of live chickens that roam freely through the halls, pecking and shitting as they please. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty amazing. It kind of makes you want to work at Dropbox, right? That plus unlimited storage in your Dropbox (laughs) for media files. That's really good. Um, It is. It's great. Um, Grinders headquarters is split in two by a real river. There's an actual river. Um, Employees enjoy fishing, swimming, and, of course, tubing. And, And don't worry. Those are basking sharks, which are not dangerous to humans. <laughs> Sounds like a fun perk. It is. It's a great perk. Um, oh, this is a really good Google. I mean, Google has a lot of these. Uh, it's called Lil Mission. Um, <laughs> Lil Mission is a dynamic theme park housed on 88 acres of prime real estate on the Google campus. Just like the real Mission District in San Francisco. The Lil Mission features hot restaurants, colorful dive bars, and chic boutiques. But the Lil Mission isn't full of whiny natives who insist that they deserve to be treated with respect by, young, by rich young white men with no responsibilities. It's like heaven on earth. I'm excited to work, though, at Flickr. Flickr is Flickr's where I want to work. Stuff. Uh, yeah, they, at Flickr, employees are encouraged to be leaders in their communities and actually in other communities as well, which is why they recently took over the Greek Ministry of Infrastructure, Transport, and Networks. Origin- this is just straight from U.S. News and World Report. <laughs> Originally housed in the Greek capital, Athens, it's now in a former server closet on the third floor of Flickr headquarters. There's no permanent staff, but regular employees are welcome to stop by and order the construction of a new road or waterway. Can I read one? Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. (laughs) Go straight for it. Uh, If you work at uh, Twitter, uh, you can get something called the Stock Converter. Uh, This is where employees can drop off their Web 1.0 stock certificates and have them converted into fun FogDog.com-themed wallpapers for their office. So that's a good one. Um, oh, I, I love this one. Uh, this is one at Zynga. You guys know Zynga, the social gaming. Ron Paul abandons both Capitol Hill and his home district in Texas to hang out in the break room at social gaming giant Zynga three days a week. The distinguished, the distinguished congressman will chat with you about just about anything, from the fountainhead to Brideshead Revisited. <laughs> Uh, Here's one called Garage Dreams. Uh, In keeping with the started-in-a-garage narrative, all desks at Jawbone are outfitted with a cardboard box of tangled Christmas lights and a kayak that you never got around to using. A A lot of people in tech companies, I think, have dreams outside of the tech world. They wonder whether they may maybe sold out, and Yelp has a great solution to this one. Every sales rep at Yelp has their own... Oculus Rift virtual reality helmet. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. This is a big new thing. So in moments of doubt that maybe they're making a mistake with their lives, they can just toss on the helmets and travel virtually to Los Angeles where they can try and eventually fail to find work as a screenwriter (laughs) all without leaving their desk. The world is also uh, filled with virtual Angelinos to annoy with complaints. (laughs) 
Uh, there, oh, this is, uh, I love, if you, are you guys familiar with the sharing economy? This is a big new thing. And uh, read, read this. Yeah, this is, yeah, a great this is one. great. If you work at uh, Airbnb, Airbnb knows all about pooling resources for maximum effectiveness and maximum profit. That's where the DLL comes in. The DLL or DLL or Dildonics Lending Library <laughs> leverages the power of the sharing economy in the service of personal, sensual satisfaction. Borrow and lend butt plugs and anal beads, even bottles of lube, and you could help disrupt the pleasure industry. I'm most excited. The one that really I wanted to do was at eBay. Uh, eBay takes its cues from history here. Employees looking to gorge on fatted calves, swans, and chickpea stews should stop by the vomitoria on the third, fifth, and seventh floors. Eat until you're sick, throw up in a trough, then maybe suck a little dick on your way out the door. <laughs> All with jaunty fiddle accompaniment. Anyway, I was just saying, it I mean, sounds that, that like a great article. industry yeah. to work in. It was a great magazine article. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Moore's boy detective. Sponsor on this week's program, our good friends at Squarespace. Jordan That's right. We're very close friends. <laughs> Jordan, Jesse, go. Sponsored by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. They've got a new logo generator that you can use. And if you have any trouble, you can call them 24-7. they got 24-7 support. So, if you want to try out Squarespace, go to squarespace.com. You can use it for free. And if you decide that you want to pay for it, you go JJGo in the offer code box. You get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, everything you need to create an exceptional website. We got something up on the Jumbotron, too, Jordan. That's right. It's for Laura from Ansley. Ainsley. 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 <laughs> Ainslarb. <laughs> From Ainsley, happy birthday to my sweet baby sister, now a grizzled 29 years old and in grad school. Here's a public acknowledgement of your brilliance, athleticism, excellent taste in podcasts, and bodacious tatas. I'm so, so proud of you. Hey, listen, Ainsley, we're all proud of your tatas. <laughs> If you want to get up on the Jumbotron, go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. You can share your personal or small business message with anybody. If you want to advertise on our shows, email Teresa at MaximumFun.org. If you want to talk about your sister's jugs, yeah. this is the place to do it. Just text us. Yeah. Number, <laughs> we do take picture messages. We'll talk to you in just a second. Some more on Jordan Jesse Go. How about that? Um, do you want to bring on our first guest? I would love to. Uh, you know him as a stand-up comedian based here in San Francisco, as well as a beloved podcaster. Please welcome to the stage our good friend, Mr. Scott Simpson. Yeah, take a seat, my friend. I have a microphone. Is this... We gave you a baby chair. Yeah. Is this some kind of power play? Like... 
I just, I just hunch. Is it called hunching? Do I just hunt? It's, it makes you guys feel better if I have to hunch between you for the whole. Yeah. Do you have any hand sanitizer, by the way? Great to see you, Scott. Uh, great to see you guys. You guys are the best. It's nice to be here at the Eureka Theater. This is where we did Monsters of Podcasting. Low uh, those many years many ago. Years was ago. Any, is anyone here? Was anyone? Is any? Was anyone who is? Anyone here that were then there? <laughs> there's a there's a French way to conjugate that. This is much more yeah. elegant. These uh, lights are giving us all a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Me is what, Voop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's nice to see you. How's, how's, stand-up, how's the world of stand-up comedy treating you? Uh, it's been good. It's been fine. You left, because you left... Everything is going fine. <laughs> <laughs> you left the tech industry to pursue your dreams of being a creative person. That's right, yeah. I took some advice from some of my idiot friends. <laughs> Make your something. I don't know. <laughs> And uh, it's, you know, it's, it has You could been really be fun. tubing right now. I could be tubing. When you, when you mentioned Grindr before, I, I remembered uh, that... It, okay. Uh, <laughs> I was just reminded of a I'm penis a, that I sucked. <laughs> I'm a bad dad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I wasn't, I wasn't particularly adept at the um, parental controls on my son's iPod Touch. <laughs> and one day... Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know how Set to limit... Set to play dates only. <laughs> you, you forgot to turn off the leather option. Play dates only. Shaved Asian play dates. <laughs> One day he came to me and he said, uh, Dad... Just got a dirty look from a shaved Asian in the front row. <laughs> a shaved Asian baby. I don't think that was called for. Uh, my son came to me and said, Dad... How do you work this video game? And he was pointing at Grinder. <laughs> that he had somehow figured out how to download onto his phone. <laughs> and uh, and you know when you look at the logo for Grinder, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it totally looks like a video game. It looks like a fun, like yeah. it's like a weird evil silhouette mask. Well, I think or it's something. probably just a spelling thing. Like Grinder with no e, G R I N D R is the uh, you know gay dating and hookup app. Right. G R I N D E R is a video game that teaches kids to work at artisanal coffee houses. <laughs> <laughs> so that's probably what he wanted to play. That's probably it. It's I, a barista simulator. Right. <laughs> Choose your suspenders. <laughs> and you can, you can customize your own scowl. It's <laughs> what I really like about it. You can use a stylus to draw the disapproving frown. I like to look like my, make mine look like a hipster, Mr. T. <laughs> it's a it's a woolly willy for unpleasant assholes. Yeah, so Sorry, so uh, so stand up is going well. It's it's been fun. It's been a weird year of uh, not really get, like not having to wake up at a time, which has been a strange uh, transition. Uh, so I don't. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, and then I'll go to the library and take a nap. <laughs> I do. I do think that. So, so before, like, before a few years ago, when I would just be in the parking lot of a CVS and I'd walk past a dude in his car sleeping, I think that poor man. Now I think, if only I had the guts nah. to be able to do that. <laughs> a fun car nap, midday car nap. Nobody knows you're there. Your wife isn't mad at you for not making any money at all. <laughs> on, the, uh, on the topic of, of 
you know, strange things you do when you're trying to pursue creativity, being your own man, these themes that have been coming up. Um, I, just a couple days before we came here, I had the, perhaps the weirdest comedy-related gig that I have ever had. Uh, on, On Thursday before we came here, I was on set at a Subaru commercial giving giving uh, alt joke options to David Hasselhoff. <laughs> now we should explain alt what is alt joke Just options. Just like the, they, mean? so they have a script that they've written uh, that's already Hasselhoff approved. That's yeah, Hasselhoff has approved it the the Subaru people. Whoops, wasn't supposed to say the name of the car. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the good people at entire bay area car. <laughs> The good people at Lesbian Motors. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Lesbo Mo. Yeah. Just got glared at from a shaved Asian in the front row. <laughs> Are you not enjoying this, sir? Um, <laughs> Lesbo Mo. Anyway. Um, so yeah. Uh, so so they've written this script, but they want the 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 spot to have a Lucy Goose improv feel. So they hire a writer <laughs> right. to write other jokes, you know, for, for, to have different takes on it. And just throw them at the Hoff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, David Hasselhoff, I think, noteworthy because I think his ironic career has been going on twice as long as his normal career. Right. Like, he has been making fun of David Hasselhoff for longer than David Hasselhoff has existed. Do you get the sense that he's doing it uh, with awareness? Uh, yes, very much so. And he's great at it. I was really impressed with him. Like, he definitely knows, like, what people want from him. And he has, he's, he's, he's got this weird cadence, like everything he says is from a video teaching a non-English speaker English. <laughs> like everything sounds like, the library is two blocks away. Like <laughs> this cadence that you only hear in a video or an audio recording teaching you another language. Well, you know that business about David Hasselhoff being really popular in Germany? Sure. That is real, yeah. And oh, the totally. reason is that David Hasselhoff was like the artistic inspiration for the reunification of Germany. Mm-hmm. Like he he performed right before Germany reunified. He performed from West Germany on top of the Berlin Wall uh, in this huge. And he had a number one hit in Germany at the time that was freedom themed. I don't remember what it was called, sadly. Freedom Germany number one mm-hmm. Hasselhoff. <laughs> and hop in, <laughs> hop in my freedom car, dance mix, mm. um, and uh, and it was like it was like a galvanizing. It's like one of the legend, like in in German cultural political history, it was a genuine galvanizing moment. And it turned out that when they tore down the wall a couple months later, he was selected to perform this concert for like half a million people in Berlin. It was the first concert that went to both the east and west sides of the wall. Like he is a legit. He's legitimately important. Anyway, let's get back to running him down. I'm sorry. Before, before we get back, I just, I, just having looked at you now, I just feel like I'm sitting next to a lumberjack accountant. <laughs> like, like you work at the lumberjack house, but on the, on the I'm numbers. I'm sorry, but all my... Damn it, we're going to need more logs. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have not been holding on to my axe receipts. <laughs> I just, I hope, you know... Um, so yeah, so something something that David Hasselhoff does that I think maybe two men on a saw it just doesn't add up. <laughs> oh no, that's my uh, that's my grinder bill. <laughs> <laughs> 
Can we just escort? Can we just escort the angry shaved Asian out of here? It's just <laughs> no laughter from that quadrant. Right this way, sir. Mr. Show will be starting in two hours. <laughs> um, it's something that David Hasselhoff did that I thought was really kind of amazing. It's something that maybe I want to add to my performance repertoire, and maybe we can, you know, maybe we can play around a little bit with here. Is between takes, just, just, just randomly yelling. <laughs> Like, just, you know, when the camera's down, when they're resetting lights, just, the man would just go, Ha! Ah! Ah! Oh! Ha! Ah! Ah! And then toward the end of the day, it morphed into, I love this job! I love this job! So, <laughs> I have a couple questions about Please. this. You know... I think he just had the day terrors. <laughs> the post-lunchies. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the last guy to make this show vulgar. Is it possible that it was BM-related? I mean... And here's or the that thing. he was passing a stone. Here are the things about the exclamations, and I think you're on to something here, is that... They were all distinct. Like, some sounded painful. Some right. sounded sexual. I enjoyed those. He wouldn't. He's a handsome, if legendarily handsome man. Who mm-hmm. wouldn't enjoy the star of Baywatch Nights coming? Right. <laughs> Which, by the way, seems like one word too many for the title of that show. <laughs> there are two colons in that title. Ah... <laughs> uh, Baywatch, colon, nights, colon, coming. Uh, colon, David yeah. Hasselhoff's colon, yeah. colon. <laughs> so there was, yeah, there was just a lot going on. Um, and yeah, and I really like, you know, and I think sometimes it's, it's easy to get jaded, you know, when you're working on a project like that. That takes a long time, and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's no manual labor, but it's strenuous in its own way. And... You know, the, uh, the the days can be very long. I think it's just nice to randomly yell at everyone around you, I love this job! <laughs> like, and just to, to like, re-remind yourself why you do it. Do you think he was pumping himself up for his performance? Yeah, oh yeah, I definitely think so. I definitely think that was... Was it a was pumped it. up performance, or was it like a subtle emotional performance? Uh, I mean, it was a, a, it was a, a performance with a weird cadence. <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe he was just emotionally off-gassing. Like, <laughs> need to keep it mellow on take, so afterwards he needed to just burn some of that off. Yeah, no, I mean it was it was intense, definitely. I mean, I I mean clearly he and Joaquin Phoenix studied at the same place. <laughs> I mean, there are really great things about show business. Sure. I mean, let's just say I didn't pay for this seltzer. That's right. <laughs> That's all I can come up with right now. <laughs> Oh, also, uh, you know, you work in a dream factory. Yeah, yeah, true. But that too. Do you, do, what, how did David Hasselhoff, comedy legend David Hasselhoff, respond to your joke pitches? Uh, not well. <laughs> <laughs> did not care for my alts. Uh-huh. Uh, mostly because it was just him saying, I hate Subaru. <laughs> Which maybe the Subaru people didn't like. Um, no, I mean, I think it was more, he did not like my jokes, but I think it was more a function of he had memorized this and didn't want 
some little goober coming up to him, telling him to do it differently. Yeah. Not a big podcast fan, David Hasselhoff. I mean, really? so a lot of times people will be like just so starstruck that he I'm likes, there. He likes, to be fair, he's gotten pretty into Marin lately. He is into Marin, yeah. Have you heard yeah. WTF with Mark Marin? He gets raw, people. He gets raw. He really gets raw. To the core. Yeah. Did you touch his face at all? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Now that I'm remembering the story, maybe that's what he didn't like. That might is have been that I always would palm his face like Nicolas Cage did to his family in Face Off. Would you do it to me? Would you do it to me? I would. Oh, that's very elegant. I was expecting right? more. more. Why did yeah, you not that's, like there's it? nothing wrong with that. What a diva. <laughs> that's another Is power he some play. Kind of diva? First, first you hunch me and then you touch my face. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Scott, by the way, for the second half of the show, we're taking away the chair and just giving you a spike. Oh, good. <laughs> Which uh, will impale you. Uh, how do you like the way that I'm holding this microphone? It feels awkward. No, I, I think if anyone's hold, microphone holding style is awkward, it's Jordan, <laughs> who's lifted up the entire microphone. Not yeah. taking it out of the stand. Showing off your, your muscles. Yeah, I like to get, I like to get, I'm, I'm gonna blast my trikes before we, uh, while we do the podcast. I don't want to not work out. It's part of CrossFit, guys. <laughs> With CrossFit, it's. You do. Sometimes you do medicine balls. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, uh, sometimes you, uh, you jump you rope, caper toss, and sometimes you just do a high impact podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I am super juiced, ripped, cut, pumped, juiced. I'm on heroin. <laughs> Can I tell you something that my son said to me uh, uh, this morning? I guess he said. <laughs> He we said, will get you a more uncomfortable chair. <laughs> you don't fucking act enthusiastic. <laughs> he turned to me and my wife and said, I'm busy pooping. Yeah. <laughs> and then my wife, who was, you know, thrown for a loop slightly, said, oh, my son's name is Simon, said, okay, Simon. And he said, no, I'm Robin Hood. What do you say? She just said, okay, Robin Hood. There is that famous Robin Hood story about him taking a dump on the uh, Sheriff of Nottingham's porch. <laughs> the Sheriff of Nottingham's porch is my grinder name. <laughs> it's too long. It's too long. Don't laugh. It, Maybe the characters that's won't why fit. you're not getting enough blowjobs. <laughs> on the plus side, it gets across what you're into. <laughs> do you, are you into Nottinghamming? <laughs> Aeroplay. <laughs> Robbing from the rich, giving to the poor. One thing about having a <laughs> one thing about having a two and a half year old is it's really, really important to him that we all keep track of what character we've been assigned at what time. Like if I'm Fufa and I say that I'm Roby, it's fucking on with my son. My son will flip mm. out. Mm -hmm. If I'm supposed to be the sh I'm not. He doesn't make me the sheriff of Nottingham. He likes me, but he's usually Robin Hood. Sounds I can like you're stuck with being Fufa. No, well, no. Sometimes I'm Fufa, but sometimes what if I'm Friar Tuck? Like, let's say I think I'm Daddy, mm -hmm. but actually I'm Fufa. That's my grinder name. <laughs> <laughs> Fufa Daddy. <laughs> it's a very high stake, high stakes operation. It sounds like maybe. I mean, do you have a? Do you think you just have a potential? continuity stickler on your hands like is this oh absolutely is this 
in the Simonoverse, yeah. there's a lot of crossover events. Let me put it that way. Sure. Sometimes the Yo Gabba Gabbas talk to the Disney's Robin Hood characters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so think, is this a situation where, you know, like, you're saying that... <laughs> I'm trying to think of a joke to be, make about Jason Todd being the Red Hood. <laughs> but I can't. Smattering of applause. Gabe liked it. Here's <laughs> in the front row down there. Uh, I'll give you a little piece of advice. I've been a dad longer yeah, than you have. That's true. Um, when my son gets upset with the character that I'm incorrectly playing, uh, what I like to do is get up and leave the house for a day. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then come back like nothing happened and see if he's still fucking mad about it. But when you come back, you should be wearing Groucho glasses. <laughs> Scott, you've got a creative soul. <laughs> so there, there are a lot of... I mean, you don't have kids, Jordan, but there's a, it's a very complicated web of rules that you get involved in. Mm-hmm. And it's not a consistent web of rules. It's real easy to get caught up. And shit escalates real fast. Sounds like, I mean, I don't have kids, but this sounds like, a, I mean, this sounds like the exact same situation as a key party, which I have <laughs> Very strict rules. Escalates fast. The other night, my son was so freaked out right before bed, he didn't want to go to bed. He was really pumped up. I had to, like, full-on Temple Grandin him. Like, oh, take yeah. a blanket, wrap him up in it. Yeah. Make an HBO movie about him. <laughs> I got Kirsten Dunst in there. Your son's great on True Detective, by the way. He is. The Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival, a.k.a. BoatParty.biz, is an exciting weekend. A cruise on the Atlantic Ocean with all of your best Max Fun pals, two amazing nights of comedy, and one rocking rock and roll concert. Go to BoatParty.biz because tickets just went on sale. Seriously, this is a life-changing event. I am not fucking with you. If I were fucking with you right now, I would tell you. But I'm a straight shooter. I am not fucking with you. Go to BoatParty.biz, check out our amazing lineup, and buy yourself some tickets. Do you want to introduce our next guest? I would love to. Uh, you know him from film, from television, just from walking the streets of Hollywood looking good. Please welcome to the stage our friend, Mr. Rob Cordry. chair <laughs> what's up scott <laughs> hey i can't my legs i can't hold that position for too long rob your uh, your chair will be shooting caramels for you for the whole show <laughs> scott yours will be criticizing you <laughs> how you doing bobby see that's a handsome sweater i'll forget about it what <laughs> what are we looking at an emer- emerald green there yeah probably want to give it a give it a touch can i touch it <laughs> Jesse's on acid, so he uh, sees color via touch. That's spectacular. Uh, is that a... What are we talking about? An imported cashmere? It, it might be. It might or be. Or a domestic cashmere. In the f- <laughs> it's, is, does Pakistan count? 
Well, I think America and Pakistan have what I call a special relationship. <laughs> <laughs> At least according to my grinder profile. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think the foothills of the Himalayas, that's where you're going to want a cashmere go. <laughs> Maybe yeah. even, how about this? Cashmere. Go to cashmere for your cashmere. It's a place that and is a, a fabric. <laughs> and a fantastic song by Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Man, we've really sorted out this cashmere business yeah. for you guys. Yeah. That's it's the important. show. It's not just laughs. There's also take-homes. <laughs> Remember that Real Magazine article we read? <laughs> also informative. Um, how's, how are things going with you, Robert Corder? We haven't seen you in quite a while. No, I know. It's been a while. This is, um, this is so different from your various home offices that I've been <laughs> Over the years. This is, you're, you're here with Naked Babies, right? Doing your, your uh, right. sketch and improv group, Naked Babies. You have a fun show? Oh, uh, we had a great show. Yes. Uh, we, we performed last night. We don't perform. We perform together once a year about here right. now. Just uh, for we, the money. <laughs> just for the, that sweet San Francisco sketch fest cash. That's a hard thing to say. I live on, I mean, every year <laughs> I use my San Francisco sketch cash. I live on it. And then I, I put in the bank everything I make hosting The Tonight Show. <laughs> um, Can I Speaking of San Francisco Sketch Fest cash, I was over at the Ferry Building, not trying to brag. <laughs> Let me correct myself. I'm, I'm bragging. <laughs> I was at the Ferry Building. It's a foodie paradise. And, of course, I stopped by the biscuit shop. It's a store that only sells biscuits. And I looked at this array of biscuits. I see a biscuit pig in a blanket. Now, this is a sausage roll made of biscuit. I say, yeah, I'll take one of those. Then I see a cheddar biscuit. I'm so... That's, I, I get it. I Go get ahead. It. Go ahead. I'm listening. I'm so fucking rich. <laughs> one Fuck you, Aaron Eckhart. <laughs> one of each, gentlemen. One of each. Oh my God. <laughs> For the folks at home, Jesse is grandstanding, shaking hands in the audience. Oh, he's been tackled by a shaved Asian. <laughs> um, can I share? I have a kind of a, a San Francisco thing to bring up. Yeah, sure. Uh, are you guys familiar with the movie The Rock? Yeah. Would you say that's the greatest San Francisco movie? Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, there's other alternative choices. I mean, The Conversation, Bullet, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, (laughs) various Whoopi Goldberg movies from the late 80s. I think we can all agree, The Rock. I mean, it it really, like, gets this town. You know, it gets what it's about. Yeah, I mean, when you compare it to something like, say, Vertigo... um, I mean, what The Rock has is Vertigo is sort of of its time, whereas The Rock is kind of a classic. Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, when when you're watching that Humvee chase, it's it's like when is this taking place? It right. could be now. It could right. be the Middle Ages. And it also, I think, I think it captures every part of San Francisco from the bohemian to that kind of flowers in your hair hippie to that kind of urban sophisticate vibe to that classic activist liberal thing. All of that is in the movie The Rock. Um, I was... Uh, <laughs> I noticed uh, while I was packing to come here, The Rock was on, on cable. And uh, I thought, I'm like, oh, I should turn it on, kind of get pumped for the trip. 
You'll watch um, anything. You'll watch fucking anything. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of garbage that you've put into your eyes. <laughs> In your life. Surely you're not talking about Bar Rescue, Scott. <laughs> um, so... So I'm watching this, and there's. I think I think we can all agree that the best line from The Rock is is um, Sean Connery says to Nicolas Cage, and I'm going to do my SNL caliber uh, Sean Connery impression for this. Uh, you did this in your audition. That's why you're on SNL. <laughs> yes, you did that. Oh my God! I got to get to work. <laughs> Sorry, Lord. Oh, it's four <laughs> o'clock on Saturday. Um. So, uh, so I think the best line is Nicholas, Nicholas Cage says to Sean Connery, I'm trying my best. And the, Sean Connery says, losers try their best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. <laughs> do, you, um, do you have any other uh, um, impressions? Or? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'd I'm, like to see another one. We, I, should, I should mention here, if you guys don't, if you only know Rob from his work in front of the camera, Rob is actually works behind the camera as Lorne Michaels. That's right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sure. I've got uh, I've got one. This is kind of a hot one right now. Okay. Um, this is um, uh, this is actually Chris Christie, New, okay. New Jersey Governor Chris Christie. Chris Christie. Why don't you fuck the prom queen? <laughs> That's amazing. It's That's really amazing. Solid. Thank you. Now I'm going to eat a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the first one, but fatter. <laughs> Guess I'll close the bridge now. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. It added a little sort of topical twist <laughs> to the near-perfect vocal work. Um, so, so I'm watching the cable version, and this line comes up, and the edited cable version is, um, losers talk about how, good, uh, how they try their best. Winners go home and date the prom queen. <laughs> <laughs> And I like the idea of these two tough guys entrenched in this, you know, warfare, this urban warfare, and one of them getting excited, like, yeah, I would love to date a prom queen. (laughs) Maybe we can do a group thing with her cousin and her new boyfriend. (laughs) But I'm going to channel that into breaking into Alcatraz, (laughs) that energy. Stopping that (laughs) here, it's this chemical weapons attack. (laughs) Is The Rock about breaking into Alcatraz? Yeah. I don't know what it's about. It's, it's a, you just assumed it would be about breaking into Alcatraz. Right? Uh, d- 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 breaking in or out. It's We're going to find a way to break into America's most notorious prison. It's hard. It's yes, a, you just wrote the poster. <laughs> it's a, like a fun house, too, trying to get in or out of there. Remember, it was like... But there's that hall like, of mirrors, here's certainly. Here's the knife tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think if anybody's, you know, if to, I like to visit Alcatraz when I'm visiting, and it's a, the nice sure. tunnel is always fun. So sure, sure, sure. Don't let you go in anymore, though. Because <laughs> all those kids died? It's a litigious society. <laughs> oh, the greatest San Francisco movie is the USA series Monk. It's true. Sorry, I should have thought of that before. I apologize. <laughs> I just felt like everyone in the audience was thinking that that whole time. Like, it's, obviously, it's Monk. It's Monk. It's Monk. It's Monk. <laughs> you know, I just I need, felt like we needed to clear the air. Have you done any... You, you come down here once a year. Do you bring your family, Rob, or do you come, do you come with just you and the boys? Dick oh, first. Oh, man. <laughs> Walk into the city. Yeah. Classic. 
Jokes and pussy. <laughs> no, um, I'm, I came with Here's my wife. Here's to you, San Francisco. <laughs> uh, my wife. My wife is actually here in the audience. Oh, I apologize (laughs) to her. Um, So, yeah, she comes with me every year, I think, pretty much. You guys have fun? You do cool San Francisco, go to the top of the mark or something like that? We used to. We used to do. We had dim sum today. That's that's pretty pretty good. good. Uh, We used to do. Last night, we just went to bed. Went to the. Oh, and and our hotel. You're not staying in the same hotel, right? Uh, No, you requested that I be placed in a different hotel. Right, 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 right. Rob, because I wanted to give you my script for Warm Bodies, too. Rob, yes. Rob, you're in the St. Francis, right? We're in the Motel 6 no. in Burlingame. I'm actually in the, I'm hey. actually in the knife tube. <laughs> That's where I'm sleeping. They have this stuff Sorry, by Scott. The bed. Scott actually lives in Burlingame. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah. Oh, we had a in guy the on the show six. last night from Burlingame. <laughs> um, uh, they, they had this stuff called um, j- Dream Juice. What is it called, Sandy? She's too embarrassed. Come on, Sandy. Dream sleep. Sleep. Dream water. water. Thank you. My wife's over there. Um, (laughs) And uh, uh, dream water, it's called. And it's like an energy shot, but the opposite. And it's like, take this if you're feeling, if you've done cocaine or something. (laughs) I don't know. And so we, and it has um, melatonin, GABA, GABA. Uh, I don't know. I'm not from San Francisco. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> Wait, and then it's like, That's a root that grows indigenous here. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a H H five H five H T P. Sure. Five H ten W forty. I don't yeah. know what it is. It's got three things in it, and we were like, "We should take this, right?" Yeah. And we're like, "Yeah," and we took it. My wife immediately passes out. <laughs> And I'm just in this kind of like weird, dizzy, kind of nauseous state where it, it, I, I watched the, the, the entirety of Jackass and didn't like it. <laughs> like that's, I didn't even laugh. I was like, this is just, it's horrible what they're doing to each other. And they're laughing at, they're laughing at their actions. If the ball is coming for your crotch, move. And they're putting, uh, he, he's put, he put You're the. You're watching the guy when he's throwing the ball. He put the car, little toy car, at his bottom. It's just... <laughs> it, causes, it causes you to question the choices made by the cast of yeah, Jackass. I don't know. It felt, yeah. That's <laughs> right. It does. It, to be fair, it said that on the bottom. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. What is the strangest thing? All three of you guys have hit the road for work. Heroin. <laughs> Act- hotel-based activities. What hotel... What's the most unusual hotel-based activity... You've engaged in not not only in a hotel room. I and I go. want I you guys go. to really to really think about this. Uh, I've got one. Uh, okay, if if you're at a nicer hotel, right? Um, I'm like, listening. Not like a Motel Six, more like a what? Uh, Best Western, or <laughs> yeah, if you're at a La Quinta, if you're at a La Quinta <laughs> Courtyard by Marriott, <laughs> you're at a you know yeah something up there, and you know like a lot of hotels will have uh, toiletries, something, something with branded linens. You're right, yeah, exactly. If you have it has a special a special robe with an insignia, a sleep experience. Because you want to say to all your friends, I've been to a Hyatt. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, you know, they have, they have, they, if, you know, you forgot a razor, they'll send up a razor. If you forgot a, if you forgot a toothbrush, they'll send up a toothbrush. Uh, and, you know, it's like the, the, the nicer the hotel. razor for your Asian friend? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's actually a razor scooter that I can ride around the hotel. Um, <laughs> please send up some Heelys. I'm eight. <laughs> um, so, it, but, so the nicer the hotel, the more amenities that they will have for you at the front desk. Right. Um, and uh, something happened. I was in a nicer hotel and uh, uh, found myself without a uh, prophylactic. Prophylactic? Prophylactic. prophylactic. I, so I called the front desk and I said, <laughs> is, you know, this is the moment of panic. Like, this is the, the most embarrassing phone call I've ever had to make. But I think in that situation, I'm like, yeah, this is worth it. Okay, this is worth it. It's, this is worth it. And I called the front desk. Because otherwise you would have to clean up after you masturbate. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. And it would have been over too fast. You'd have to <laughs> shove that toy car up your I ass <laughs> without the car. I know, yeah. By the way, thanks to my mom for coming out. <laughs> I love you, mom. Um, so I'm like, oh, okay, well, going to call, going to call. I'm just going to say, maybe they have it, maybe they have it. So I called, called down. I'm like, hi, do you guys have, uh, behind the counter, do you have uh, condoms? And the guy's like, um, yes, you mean an intimacy kit? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what intimacy else is in kit, there? not just condoms, yeah. little thing of lube. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. Razor scooter? Razor scooter. Yeah. Barry Manilow CD. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, Rob. Copacabana on loop. Can we do a stereo? Like, Jordan, say something, and then you and I do a stereo. Yeah. All right, yeah. be, it just sounds fun. So, so uh, I uh, called uh, called down to the front desk, and uh, about ten to twelve minutes later, an uh, elderly front desk guy came up with my intimacy kit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't need it because it took him so long to get there. My partner had fallen asleep. Yeah. yeah. These stereo effects are thrilling. <laughs> and he snores. I finally know what it, what it would be like to be in like the mid-60s and hear, the, and hear the intro to Back in the USSR, that plane landing. Just, just exciting. And then I, uh, she was asleep, and then I watched about 25 minutes of uh, The Crow and fell asleep. All right. Yeah. Oh, shit, I jumped that one. I'm so sorry. Cool, Can we do it again? <laughs> Let's well, just well, start the podcast over. Just yeah. start the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Internet cart. Yeah. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> I Frank and shit. <laughs> uh, yes. That's why you get the tall chair. That's why you get the tall chair. If you're listening at home, I got my arms up like a champion would. <laughs> Somewhere in Hollywood, Aaron Eckhart is sitting in a chair, and it just went down to Scott's level. The, 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 legs, were, the legs were surgeried. Uh, I told. So, what do you guys have? Do you guys have weirdo hotel stories? Uh, I have one. Uh, yeah. So what, what have you done in a? What, what's happening to you in a? Because well, you used to travel. I remember you used to travel when you had a tech job. You were responsible for traveling to conferences all the time to make friends for the tech company. Do you want me to tell a boring story about that, or tell the story that I was going to tell? <laughs> Either way. Okay. Well, there I was. <laughs> Book Expo America, 2011. <laughs> Uh, no. Uh, so I went to uh, Seattle with... Fucking Amy Tan. 
and Stephen King, the whole band. <laughs> the whole rock bottom remainder. You know, it's when you fuck Amy Tan, you're not just fucking her, you're fucking generations of strong, powerful women. <laughs> Power who are not afraid. Uh, I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell my story quickly. Um, we were in Seattle. I was with my family, my wife and my two children. We were in an, apart- or in an apartment. We were in uh, the hotel room. And uh, they were. I went out with some friends. Uh, had, had For a couple days. Had drinks. That's right. <laughs> they had been really disappointing, that trip. Yeah. Right. You just got to get off the grid at some point, you know? And, uh, and at some point, so I woke up in the morning with a cut on my head and an angry wife in my bed. Oh. Just looking at me like, what are we going to do? And I was like, what are you talking about? She said, well, uh, sometime last night, I woke up, and there was a pounding on the door. I looked. You weren't there. I answered the door. It was you. Uh, You said something incoherent, then walked in. I looked out in the hallway, and you had peed all over the hotel hallway. Uh, Rob, you ready? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So evidently, I had half-asleepedly gotten up to go to the bathroom, walked out the wrong door... Got locked out, and then by the pattern of my pee, it looked like I had just as if I was admiring the paintings at a gallery, <laughs> just kind of sauntered down the wa- the well, hallway. You need a focal point, right? right you right, need yeah. something, because otherwise it's just an undifferentiated hallway. Then you're responsible for peeing the full length of the hallway. That's right. But, but if there's a painting do, on the wall, yeah. I see your thought process Hotels perfectly. Hotels should do like sports bars where above the urinal they'll like tack up a sports page. Yeah. They should just do that randomly throughout the hall in case... Uh, you got I stay there. Yeah, yeah. In case old Scott Simpson... And you know, yeah. another yeah. thing is it's good for the environment because it's waterless. So, yeah, that's uh, the time that I didn't get in trouble for peeing in a hotel. <laughs> Jesse, you're airbnb it on this trip, huh? Yeah, I am. I, the woman who... Uh, the, it's amazing. Like, we're staying in Berkeley, and I... You know, living in Los Angeles, you forget about how much of the thing that it is, the things that are here are the things that they are. Like... <laughs> stroke lights. Stroke lights. Like Berkeley, for example. <laughs> like, I went to Berkeley for... I, and and I, went, I was in Trader Joe's just getting my wife a bottle of wine. Uh, I was in there maybe five, ten minutes tops. And you were in eight drum circles. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw six Afros that were clearly for, worn for earnest political reasons. Mm-hmm. Like... And I was like, and it was thrilling as a guy who has been living in Los Angeles for as long as I have going back. Like, I think when I lived in San Francisco, I would have just been like, oh, you know, white people with dreadlocks. Oh, everybody's got an afro. Oh, everybody's clothes are ethnic inspired. Like, blah, 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 blah. Too many white women with gold hoop earrings. But (laughs) getting, getting, visiting Berkeley, I was like, yes, let's do this. Let's protest something. Yeah, Let's uh, call into KPFA and be angry about something that KPFA did because it's not left wing enough. It was. It's been exciting. Yeah, the woman. The woman who we rented the house from runs uh, a women's theater festival. Um, so that's pretty cool. 
W O M Y N T H E A Y T R. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just the ad just at the beginning, it just said, just a warning for everyone out there, there is no TV in this house. Oh, we read. Yeah. Smug, even smug with the Airbnb ad. Yeah, it was, uh, uh, but everyone was, everyone's been so nice. It's like, just, it's such an earnest place. People care so much about the things they care about. (laughs) And it's nice to be immersed in that for a little while. Revolution's just an afro away. That's a really good point, Rob. Thank you. That's my time. So you were saying you're kind well, of you're visiting that. you're visiting a place. It's kind of like you know, like you're away on like a like a camp, and they're very earnest. Would you say that this is like <laughs> Ernest goes to camp? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think San Francisco is where you're more likely to find the really earnest camp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got um, two. I got two hotel stories. You yeah. can choose which one. One Ooh, of them yeah, is yeah. also pee-related. Can we pick? Can we determine by audience vote at the end which one was the king? Which of which or of queen? Our hotels? As the case tell may both, be. and then judge. Or, or yeah, we're going to tell them both, okay. and we're going to judge. So first story is story A. Right. And remember, don't enjoy this. Judge it the whole time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, judge it like it was your friend's girlfriend's one woman show. <laughs> <laughs> um, Why am I? <laughs> I um, daddy, you bastard. <laughs> Uh, you looked like you were having fun up there. <laughs> this was inspired by, I was going to tell another one, and then I was inspired by Scott's story. Uh, on my honeymoon in Spain. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you very much. 12 years ago. Um, my, I meant on going to going Europe, to Spain. Mr. Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. And they, um, we had a... Um, uh, uh, and, and uh, uh, the, the, the poison liquor that you set on fire. Go. The, um, absinthe, yeah. thank you. We had absinthe, which was illegal in the United States. I just at made the a time. noise. I just went, yeah. Yabba dabba doo. stroke. Jordan's like, uh, paella? <laughs> and, uh, we, a short nap in the middle of the afternoon? <laughs> we tried it. Um, we drank a lot of it, and you know, and this was illegal in the United States at the time, and it was the real stuff anyway, like the stuff that Edgar Allan Poe would hallucinate on and shit. I hear that, yeah, like you can you can get something called absent that you're you know uh, at your high end cocktaily mash em up. Yeah, lounges, they were like, yeah. but it's just but like it's like it's just like a black Jägermeister that costs yeah, exactly. twelve bucks. Now this was like, yeah, we got absinthe, but do you want absinthe? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> More wormwood. Um, and so uh, we drank it's it. It's bitter and poisonous. <laughs> we were you want fucked up. You want drink that will kill? <laughs> <laughs> fucked. Fucked up. And we, we <laughs> fell asleep at the table. <laughs> Spain, no one gives a shit. <laughs> we took like alternating naps. You know, like we weren't both out at the same time. So um, tell me, when you, when you got fucked up on absinthe, what did you think of Jackass. <laughs> It was in the sp- it was a Spanish version, so it's hilarious. Um, we went back to the hotel. El Buro. <laughs> went back to the hotel. I woke up in the morning, and my wife was really mad at me. <laughs> and 
because apparently in the middle of the night, I had not left the hotel room to pee. I Rather, I had gone to the corner of the room <laughs> where one of her boots was still standing <laughs> up, looking very much like a toilet, I guess. In my drunken mind, because I was blacked out, I was probably like, yeah, it's Spanish, you know, third world country. <laughs> when in Rome, hey. this is And she, and apparently, I don't remember any of this, I was peeing into her boot and she woke up because it was so loud. And, uh, and she was going, Rob, Rob, and she woke me up. And I, and I was going, what? what? And she goes, stop, you're peeing in my boot. And all I could muster was, come on. <laughs> Story number one. I feel like that it would make an excellent anecdote in an Oliver Sacks book. Perhaps, perhaps one entitled The Man Who Mistook His Wife's Boot for a Urinal. It is... I, I, you're on the spectrum a little bit when you, when you, ta- when you drink that stuff. Um, so the second story... So keep okay, that one so in mind. Story A is keep boot it fresh. Peeing. Keep it fresh. Yeah, peeing, peeing boot. The second one is I was doing, I was working in Shreveport, Louisiana, and I had to work there three times in a row. And if you don't, if you've never been to Shreveport, thank your fucking God, first of all, (laughs) take a minute. And then it's the worst place in the world. It's horrible. It's basically Arkansas. And like, (laughs) shitty Arkansas. And... It's, um, I stayed, there was only a couple hotels, and they were all crappy casinos. So the first time I was there, I stayed in the uh, Sam's, Sam's Town mm-hmm. Casino. Sam's Club. You That's slept the Walmart on a, Casino, right? On, yeah, wholesale mattress. You slept on a uh, flat of macaroni and cheese. <laughs> great buys there. Yeah. Some really great deals. And, um, but you know what? They, they pressure their suppliers. That's how they get the That's, prices, and yeah. it ends up hurting the... It's a racket. Yeah. Um, at this place, like, it was horrible. It was a 24-hour casino. They used to, like, an old person would get carted out every day, gray in a stretcher with, like, oxygen mask on them, dying, apparently. And I, I got... They, they, they were dead. You just can't bring them out <laughs> on a body bag. The EMT just wheels them right into a Quiznos. <laughs> <laughs> Hoping that fresh-baked fresh bread smell will revive them. Oh, I was thinking that they have become the meat or something for the... I was, Which way were you going? Uh, here's the, here was my. Was this some Sweeney Todd shit? And I, was, I, was not, I was not clear enough with that remark. Uh, <laughs> what I was getting at was that everyone is so unhealthy that even though they've, you know, blacked out, they still want to go to Quiznos. <laughs> like on the way to the hospital. I love a Quiznos. Yours was, yours was better. <laughs> um, everyone, think of the best possible version of that joke. <laughs> That's the one I meant. Um, and the, I, I got friendly with a, a low stakes blackjack uh, table dealer. Um, Nice gentleman. By get friendly with, you mean... I was like, <laughs> good game. Good game. Uh, and, uh, he, um, and, and one day, he was dealing, he goes, ah, uh, shit, we got a pooper. <laughs> I was like, what is a pooper? <laughs> and you say that like it's something that happens like, often. I was, yeah, I was so excited. And, and he goes, right over there, you see her? There's this old woman sitting at a slot machine. And she was obviously wearing a diaper, not because she has incontin- she's incontinent, uh, but it, because she was didn't want to leave the slot machine to shit. 
So she, oh, I think you're going to like the first story. <laughs> now old ladies pooping themselves at a slot machine doesn't do it for you, huh? <laughs> know your audience. Know your audience. We're learning a lot today. <laughs> so that well, that was, was yeah. beautiful. <laughs> Well, yeah. let's just, I mean, let's, let's, let's seal the deal. Because maybe they, you know, they liked that other one because it was more inspirational. It just helped that it, she was obviously crapping at the time. Like, he knew that she was wearing a diaper the whole time, but she was just kind of going, like, leaning a little. No, doesn't, doesn't help. Like a toddler. Did, okay. she, did she object to someone asking her to do something by saying, I'm busy pooping? Oh, no, no. No, don't get the wrong idea. No one stopped her from pooping. They just remarked. That is a person who is pooping. It would be unfortunate if they had a staff member whose job it was to stop yeah. people from pooping I, on the casino I, floor. I, I spoke to yeah, He's the guy. Excuse the, me, the sir. The poop boss. <laughs> Starring Aaron Eckhart. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Eckhart. <laughs> poop boss. And I heard the same story by someone else who stayed in that casino like after me, it was like, I, I might be the same blackjack dealer. A lot of poopers. Who, Which story do you like? <laughs> Who liked, A, the, the boot peeing story? Now, who liked, B, the story about the sad plight of America's elderly? Yeah. Now, make a noise that represents your feelings about the pooper story. Oh, wow. There's a symphony of someone emotion. Just, uh, someone in the audience yelled, I love this job. <laughs> That's pretty good. I mean, in general, don't yell stuff out, but we asked for it, and it was pretty solid. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Now yeah. no one else do it. Hey, it's Jesse. This could be your last chance to go to Make Your Thing, the conference for independent creators. Whether you're already an independent creator, you aspire to be one, go to makeyourthing.la for more information about our amazing lineup, our amazing venue. It's going to be a really tremendous, exciting thing, but only if you buy your ticket before our Kickstarter expires and the time is running out. So go to makeyourthing.la. La, la, la. Um, hey, let's do momentous occasions. Let's do it. When something momentous happens to you, our audience, we ask that you share it with us for momentous occasions. Our producer, Sonny D, a.k.a. Brian Fernandez, has prepared this stack of momentous occasions for me. Um, let's start to with a couple people did not include names, but... Um, Okay, I'm going to save this for last. It does not have a name on it, but I can't imagine not using it. Uh, oh, it just Someone just wrote, pooped in casino. <laughs> <laughs> Zane, are, are you here? Zane from Oakland? Zane from Oakland. Zane, ladies and gentlemen. Brian's got the microphone. Meet him over here. Come on, let's do this. Let's make this happen. Make it snappy. There are prizes. Oh, not Billy Zane. <laughs> <laughs> It's a different guy. Zane thinks he's pretty hot shit because he's wearing that old-timey Sound of Young America t-shirt. Well, 
He's wrong. It's still a t-shirt for a podcast. <laughs> T-shirts for sale in the lobby. <laughs> Zane, what, uh, what's your, uh, what, it says here that yours is more of a moment of shame. Yeah, it's a bit more of a moment of shame. Uh, I was biking uh, up to my buddy's place in Berkeley this morning in the rain and uh, came to a red light. And across the red light, there were two cars. Uh, one of them was making a right turn. The other was going forward. Um, the car in back was kind of a white, nondescript van. And I see this Is guy. Is there a court, a court reporter here taking all this down? <laughs> More detail. Didn't quite get the license What was the number. weather like? I didn't get the color. Need I, I remind you, sir, you are under oath. <laughs> <laughs> so I see this guy in the van just toss something out the passenger side window as hard as he can. Kind of bounces. And this sounds really rehearsed. Have you done this on the moth? <laughs> <laughs> so he tells Remember, no notes. No <laughs> notes. <laughs> tells something out the window. And I'm on a bike, and I'm in Berkeley, so I, this just raises my ire. So I yell at him as he's passing by, What the fuck, man? You just throw something out your window? And he gives me this look like, uh, uh. So I'm like, ah. So I go over to pick up what he had thrown. Wait a minute, uh. Self-righteous cyclist? <laughs> not in that, Berkeley, that Jordan. Not in track. Berkeley. Sometimes a spade's a spade. The, like uh, the loneliest man in the world. Uh, I go He'll to always up. have his single gear. <laughs> and your suicidal tendencies. Do you have one of those? Uh, so I go to pick up the item he had thrown, and I realize it's a newspaper. He was delivering newspapers. <laughs> Thank you, Shane. Zane, Zane, ladies and gentlemen. Kind of actually garbage, though, really. Like, not going to get red. It's going to get wet. I'm sorry. Okay, is, Anto uh, is this Antonio? Is that an N? Well, otherwise it's Autonio, which I'm pretty sure it's not a name. Antonio, are you here? Antonio, sir. Ochoa. <laughs> There's no one else volunteering, Antonio. Hi, Hi Antonio. How Hi. are you, sir? Good. So What's the last name? Sabato Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me. Antonio Sabato Jr. Oh, wait, for where's a Zane? Demonstration. Where's Zane? Everyone who shares, everyone who gets, finishes in their top five gets one of these delicious rolls. Oh. oh. Um, Antonio, are those what? props, or are you just shifting stuff from pocket to pocket? I'm just shifting stuff. Okay, do your thing. Antonio, what's your momentous occasion today? Um, so I'm in a band and... Um, not bragging. Not bragging. A couple of bands. Uh, <laughs> I think as soon as you're in a couple of ba bands, it's automatically not bragging. <laughs> People who can brag about their bands, oh, it's no. just one band. Unless one of the bands is the Traveling Wilburys. <laughs> Uh, so, um, I mean, we just, uh, nobody's, but uh, after a show, a 16-year-old asked me, or asked the whole band to sign a CD we were selling, which is just really exciting, because... Pretty solid, Antonio. I like that. 
Did you write anything inspirational on it, like, you know, say no to drugs or something? Uh, no, I'd say yes to drugs. <laughs> yeah. Well, Call well, this number yeah. for drugs. <laughs> Call this number and get drugs. Antonio, what, what kind of band do you play in? Um, I don't know. Rock and roll. I have no idea how to describe it. I play guitar. I sing. Um, I haven't heard them either, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess alternative indie. What, what's the name? Uh, yeah. Great Ghost. Gray Ghost? Great. <laughs> a great Ghost. Uh, it's, a, it's a name of a Mount Erie song. Uh, or Phil oh. Elbrum. Yeah. Phil Elbrum, the creator of Wadlord. Yeah. I was Fast forward really to Jesse Gogast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm going to take a real quick nap while you guys <laughs> go deep on some indie shit. Don't, don't nap too long because I'm about to give this motherfucker a roll. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Antonio. Okay, uh, let's go with... Oh, this one has... This person did not write their name on it, so I'm just going to have to call them up based on the content. It's going to be hard not to spoil it. Um, they may have not written their name on it in for want because they wanted to be anonymous. Well, tough shit. Um, it's about their girlfriend, and... Which of you is the guy with the girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. And graduate school. A lot of Nintendo sweatshirts. <laughs> graduate school. Girlfriend and graduate school. If those are in what you wrote on the card, it's, it's like, about you. It's like two Come lines. on up, sir. Come on up, sir. Here, here comes Mystery. this guy. Let's hear it for this guy. Thanks. What's your, uh, what's your first name, sir? Tom. Tom, it's great to meet you. I'm going to call you Juiced Scott Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Yeah. Like, what if Scott Simpson was broad-shouldered Yeah. and uh, kind of looks like he could give me a wedgie? If, if, there were, if there were a gay subculture for him, it would be called Power Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> this guy sums it up. He's yeah. got a girlfriend. Obviously. For sure. Tell, sir, what, what's your... Uh, well, first of all, uh, what kind of graduate school are you in? Uh, I'm a student at UC Berkeley. Well, congratulations. That's a fine university. Yeah, and I do... I'd say it's probably the second best University of California school. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. After Santa Barbara. I actually... <laughs> actually, I went to UC Santa Cruz as an undergrad. So. Oh. I was in Porter. Wow, that's where we went to college. Did, so you, we're all did, you hear, did you hear tales of our improv group and how amazing they were? No. <laughs> no. That, is, I'm, that is bullshit because in, in 2003, we played a game of freeze tag. What was the name? Get, let me guess. The, uh, mixed Nuts. Oh, boy. I wish it was as good as Mixed Nuts. Improvaholics. No. These are all good names compared to what ours was. Was it ska-related? <laughs> it was Humor Force 5. Oh, that's actually not bad. That's not bad. Tom, let's, let's get back to you and your graduate school. What kind of graduate school are you in? Uh, yeah, I do high-pressure physics. Oh, fuck yeah. That's, your, that's what you call being a power Simpson, right? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Fluid dynamics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fun. Um, what's, what is your momentous occasion, Tom? Uh, well, last week... Uh, I built a time machine. 
Out of diamonds. Yes. No, no last Anyway, week. it sort of broke, and tomorrow, bad news. <laughs> the Nazis win World War II? <laughs> yeah, so, so last week I, I was in my office, and my girlfriend came by, and um, she gave me a blowjob. Yeah. All right. And that's Tom, the whole story. Congratulations, <laughs> yeah. Tom. Thank you. Tom, Tom, your new ringtone is me and Rob going, yeah. We'll record now, that for you. Was this during office hours? Did you have like stu- were you a, are you a TA? Do you share your office with a colleague? <laughs> with with three colleagues. <laughs> that sounds fun. I'm that, not gonna lie, it sounds fun. The walls of a physics TA's office at Berkeley. Has never have never seen a blowjob before. It, it's truly momentous. If those walls could speak, it would be about how amazing it was that they just saw their first blowjob. Um, Tom, congratulations. Yeah, fantastic. I got you this role, so you're a double winner today. Oh. Pick it up and eat it. Eat it off the ground. Put it in your gear. Guillermina. Guillermina Muro M. Guillermina, come on up. Hi, Guillermina. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Uh, tell us, what is your momentous occasion, Guillermina? Um, I'm, this is my first year being a high school math teacher. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. I thought you were going to say high school mascot. <laughs> <laughs> um. The Petaluma Germinas. <laughs> the Fighting Germinas. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty, um, it's pretty difficult. Um, what's your, <laughs> Germina, tell me this. What's your favorite math subject to teach? Because uh, a lot of people would assume trigonometry, <laughs> but I think geometry. Oh, I actually, I only teach algebra, so I only teach, but, huh. <laughs> You're, you are. You have just made yourself America's most beloved person, an <laughs> algebra teaching specialist. <laughs> Who doesn't think back fondly on their algebra teacher, <laughs> and just algebra yeah. in general? That's honestly too real right now. <laughs> I'm on board. I'm on board. 100% on board. You're the mascot of my heart right now. You're a hero. Guillermina, thanks to it's thanks to your efforts that there can be power Simpsons like Tom in the world. That's right. That's right. Okay. Um, okay. So my momentous occasion was okay. So I teach high school math, and um, my classes are like pretty low. So like you know they're all algebra students, right? So it's mostly freshmen, um, but I do have one senior who um, he's really cool, but you know he doesn't really do anything. Um, <laughs> um, Wait, so the senior <laughs> in a class full of freshmen isn't like the hardest working guy in the class? <laughs> he's, um, Is he in several bands? <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, he's, um, he's really cool and like, yeah, we really get along. He's, yeah, he's 18, but like... So it's cool, it's cool. <laughs> he's just not a freshman. And like... And it just sucks because, like, every day I'm like, come on, like, let's do your work. And it just sucks because this is, like, his fourth year in the algebra class. And it's like, all these teachers have been mean before me. And it's like, it just sucks that, like, 
he's not trying hard in class. So like, and then he has to do algebra. <laughs> I mean, he has a mustache. <laughs> no, but anyway, so I had an extra credit assignment where like, oh, bring in a picture of your pet because I was trying to make the classroom, you know, something like nicer so they feel more at home and they don't hate me. Wait, did and you say send in a picture of your butt? Of your pet, of your pet, like an animal. <laughs> I also heard, I also heard butt and wondered why everyone else wasn't shocked. <laughs> no, because well, like, I mean, he's 18. Yeah. <laughs> I heard snap butt. some butt pics. <laughs> Yeah, I was just, like, trying to make it, like, nicer and stuff. Because, like, the one thing that they know about me is, like, my favorite animal is the French bulldog. So, like, Great oh, animal. you guys have pets, too, it's right? It's a really good so, animal. Great yeah, animal. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty honorable animal. Solid. So then... <laughs> Did you say it's honorable? Yeah. <laughs> it's the Would samurai you... of the dog world. <laughs> is that because if it makes a mistake, it commits ritual suicide? <laughs> uh, no, were, he falls were... on his little squeaky sword. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for the last three years, my wife every year for Christmas has purchased me a Hero Dogs themed <laughs> calendar, and I honestly don't remember any French bulldogs. <laughs> well, they were they were bred during the Industrial Revolution to like keep um, like sewing ladies company because they would like be at the sewing machine for eighteen hours. So that's like yeah. So they're so- a sort of slave driver dog. <laughs> Real cuddly until you try to get up. <laughs> they love treats and they hate bathroom breaks. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> all right, so I was like, okay, extra credit, like free points, like care about your grades, you guys, like bring in a picture of your animal. And, like no one did because they're all so, they don't care about their grades. Like it's just, they're not the most motivated students and, and you know, but I did get one extra credit submission in, and it was from that senior, and it was a picture of his dog wearing a crown. <laughs> <laughs> it was a picture of his dog's butt. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I have it up in the front of the classroom on the board. I bet he loves that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my moment of defecation. King Dog! King Dog. Guillermina, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Guillermina, great news. Have I got a role for you? I do. Uh, somebody went to a club last night. Somebody went to a club last night. If you no, went to a club no, last no, night... No, no, no. Sega sweatshirt, no. If you wrote on a card that you went to a... Here we go. Uh, oh, yeah. Let's hear, it. let's hear it for the gentleman in the Western shirts. Howdy. Howdy. Sir, what, what's your name, sir? Uh, my name is Mason. Mason, it's great to meet you. <laughs> Sorry, Mason. Mason? Mason. Mason. Like Jason. Mason? Yep. Mason, it's great to meet you. <laughs> Mason, I said Mason the first time, so oh, when sorry. you corrected me and said that your name was Mason, <laughs> I heard butts. It, I had a great joke lined up, Scott. I'm sorry, Jesse. I saw that and I felt bad. And when I say a great joke, I mean an execrably bad joke. <laughs> Can I do it again? Mason, when you said that your name was Mason, I and but- I said... I but- <laughs> Scott! I found it jarring! Jarring! I found it Jarring! Thank you. 
Thank you very much. Thank you, Mason. No problem. Thank you for being here. And you giving may sit me the opportunity. down. <laughs> Mason, that's a nice western. Where do you get a nice western shirt like that? Uh, uh, somebody actually left this at my house after a party sometime. All right. Yeah, yeah fuck them, right? <laughs> can, I, can I ask who it was and can I guess first? Uh, I, I, my guess saying... is Porter Wagoner. <laughs> John Travolta from the 70s. A brief period of John Travolta. <laughs> It was a, in college. I a guy who books a burlesque it. show. <laughs> Sorry, we're done. What Go are ahead. you talking about? <laughs> Sorry. No, uh, I, I didn't know him. It was, it was in college. Uh, there were a bunch of people there. Yeah. Uh, so it was just a random shirt, and I was like, oh, this fits me. It sounds like a sweet party. I mean, you got to figure there were a lot of shirts left around. You got, <laughs> got vintage Western shirt. You got gas station attendant shirt with someone else's name on it. Um, ironic t-shirt. It's a really great college party in 2001. Um, Mason, I do like the shirt. I think the shirt looks great. I don't want you to think that because I'm goofing and laughing here, because we're all sharing a joke, we all love... I mean, we're just riding the vibe from that jarring thing earlier. (laughs) It's not about that shirt not looking good. It looks great. Thank you. Mason, tell us, what is, what, what is your momentous occasion today? I, uh, for the first time, I went to a sex club last night. Yes! Whoa, yeah. <sighs> Mason, Mason, Mason. You're Mason not going a- anywhere. <laughs> Sunny D, lock him down. <laughs> a burlesque show at a VFW hall is not a sex club. <laughs> What if it was an Elks Hall? <laughs> oh, yeah. Then um, it is. Well, I, I guess sex club slash bondage, it's mainly a bondage. Oh, club, guess. primarily bondage? Uh, yes, it's, it's in the Tenderloin, SF Citadel. Um, it's really close to where I live. Uh, and yeah, you've always wanted to, sh- to pop in, check it out. Right, me and the I wife. It. Me and Ultimately, the wife. it's like a locavore thing. All right. Uh, <laughs> right, we're, yeah. so, we're supporting Think our global, local economy. Think global, spank local. <laughs> And All right. They were having an under forty night, uh, so me and my wife thought. <laughs> <laughs> we do so that. an empty night. <laughs> Otherwise, we wouldn't have gone. You know. <laughs> we also have those on public radio. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Let me ask you this: When's the over sixty night? <laughs> uh, that's coming up later in the week. Maybe I'll give it a shot. Um, so, was it? Uh, do you now? You, do you live? You live in the Tenderloin? Yes, I do. Um, one time I was on a bus and there was this guy holding a bunch of plastic roses and he was riding and just at one point from the back of the bus to the front of the bus, he just screamed top of his lungs, bus driver, when we get into the tenderloin? (laughs) And it was great. (laughs) Just one of the highlights of my life. That that sounds like one of our locals. Um, so you, li- you live in the Tenderloin. For folks who are listening at home, it's a relatively impoverished neighborhood in San Francisco, very colorful, um, known for uh, Vietnamese sandwiches, among other things. Yes, great, definitely. Get <laughs> a great Vietnamese sandwich there Shoved in the Tenderloin. up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> um, so are, is, is this, are you go? did someone just hiss? <laughs> yeah, can't, can't leave Sketchfest without getting hissed at least once. Um, what, are, are, what, kind of, what kind of stuff happens here? Get, uh, let's so, get to the... No, okay, so... Let's get to the business. Number one. Like, come number on, one, let's just... You, did you say... Who did you go with? Let's, I went with my wife. 
With your wife. Okay, yeah. that's nice. Awesome. We've been past it several times. I can't help but notice Sandy. you're not wearing a ring this morning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Lost it last night, am I right, guys? Right. Uh, so we just decided to kind of go for it, try it. We've talked about it a, a lot. And, have you uh, ever? Have you guys ever done anything like that? You can. You don't have to say, it, but do answer every question. <laughs> <laughs> also, this, show us pictures on your iPhone. <laughs> is this something you've just discussed? Like, what, it might be fun to go do this, or is have you done it in a in a non club context, like with, uh, you know, like with with your just your your friends from Bridge or whatever? No. <laughs> Uh, no, we, this is the first time being around other people doing stuff. Right. You know, that's so it's... It I was mean, you have a fuck dungeon at home. <laughs> right, but just for us. One time I um, went to an estate sale and one of the rooms was a dungeon. <laughs> I don't know, take that one off. So is there... What's... <laughs> so are there, are there price levels? Are there like, I'm... Like what do you, is there what did like you a, pay for? I guess is I it like ask. Denny's? Is there an early bird special? <laughs> um, sort of. So if we we showed up early because they had an orientation to sort of like, hey, if you haven't been here before, we'll kind of like walk you through and show you around. Yeah. So we got the <laughs> <laughs> we we got the tour and a buffet. Um, <laughs> um, uh, they showed us all of their equipment. Which of your places. harnesses is the most popular? <laughs> uh, do you use their equipment or bring your own? Uh, people brought bags of things. Um, their equipment was mainly the implements to be used upon, and then you bring whatever you want to put into or right. people with. I got <laughs> it. Your A game? Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mason, I understand. You're having a stroke. <laughs> No, You're in the stroke zone. Ex- exterior products are available. Interior products, bring your own. Right. Gotcha. B-Y-O-I-P. <laughs> bring your the own whole, interior products. The product. whole time. Now, can you, get, can you get into this club if you're just, if you're just a random dude? Or you have to, you have to bring a lady? Uh, no. is, and is this, hetero, is this primarily heterosexual? Or is it uh, multisexual or pansexual? Or homosexual and you're crashing the party? Uh, yes, I think they have different nights where they have specific groups who come in and do whatever they need to do. But for this night, it was the, the rule was specifically under 40. So they were carding, and you just pay to get in. I presume they en- enjoy you bringing in what's, what's it cost? What are we talking about? I'm going to say What's that going to say back? <laughs> I'm going 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Yeah, 20 thank bucks. you. Solid night. That's about Jesse. (laughs) (laughs) Now I feel bad because that's what it costs to get into this show, and uh, (laughs) and I feel bad that not all of you are getting fucked. (laughs) I apologize. Um, And uh, we didn't go so far as to actually do anything in front of everybody else, but we got to see a lot of interesting things happen. Cool. What was the most interesting? (laughs) Um, The. Porter Wagoner was there. The what? Uh, the, the fisting swings? He said fisting sweet. Everybody <laughs> shut up. Quiet. Let the man speak. Everybody shut up. Mason? Mason? Unless someone has been on a more interesting kind of swing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mason has the conch. Mason. Fisting, go. There were several people, men and ladies, uh, 
they had a couple of swings set up and people would lie down on them. <laughs> and, and they was just swinging. <laughs> yes, they, they, they were definitely enjoying it. Uh, and they would be, you know, stuck, stuck, essentially. Did you, with did you and your wife ever turn to each other and just go <laughs> and high five? Like, hey, that's right. happening right yeah. there. I, I mean, it's impressive. Uh, I, I couldn't do it, so it's, hey, way to go to, for them. Um, <laughs> um, Mason, may I ask you a question? Sure, sure. Uh, this is from Jordan's hair. That's where I'm asking you from. That's what I've heard this whole time is Jordan's hair telling a sex story. <laughs> Never thought of it that way. My hair's a little kinky. <laughs> Everybody shut up. Jordan, Jordan. Nice sketch fat. Uh, my, my question for you, Mason, is uh, the people, uh, of the folks who are there, like, I often think about going to Burning Man, but I would be the person at Burning Man dressed in that shirt, walking around going, eh, <laughs> just to look, but I'm not going to put on, like, 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 fluffy pants and eat drugs. So, so I would be a If anything, fan. he's going to eat falafel. <laughs> so you go to a place like that, what, is the, what would you say is the percentage of people who are essentially just uh, pr- like looking on, and what's the percentage of those who are participating, would you say? That night, it was, definitely, it was about 50-50. There okay. were the people who were just, that's, this is my weekend. They're, right. they're there, they're just starting off. There. What about the other nights when you went secretly without your wife? <laughs> <laughs> so the other people, to the other people who aren't, to the, the, that, that other 50% that you were a part of that was just observing, do you feel obligated to make chit-chat with them? Yes. There, there's, there's a social area, which yeah. there, there's supposedly nothing going so, uh, on. So you, you, guys, you guys watching True Detective? <laughs> it's pretty good, right? I'm really miss Breaking Bad. <laughs> oh, we're not done. We're watching it on Netflix. We're not done. Um, what were described... Die! Well, let's talk about fisting! <laughs> Describe what Walt you were wearing. Describe what, what you were wearing, what you were, oh, were uh, wearing, and then describe what your wife was wearing. But when you're doing that, just do it slower <laughs> and like oh, kind of whisper it. it. No, I got a better idea. Call me on my cell phone <laughs> and whisper it. Go. Um, I was wearing a... Uh, uh, just, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, whatever. Yeah, sure. Fine. Go. <laughs> Folks, we're out of time. Mason, he doesn't uh, just win a roll. Here's an entire sourdough batard. Yeah. Our guests have been Rob Cordry and Scott Simpson. I'm Jesse Thorne, Jordan Morris, Brian Fernandez on the boards. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.